Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sometimes needing new tires can catch us by surprise. That's why tire power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tirepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. How much time till we're on? We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Yeah, welcome to Badge and Sats, and what a weekend of sport it was. We had AFL Grand Finals. We now know our both Grand Final teams. Of course, it's the Battle of the West, and welcome to the listeners throughout the Super Radio Network, 1170 and the SEN app, and live in Brizzy on SENQ, 693 AM, and Canberra on 1323 AM. If you're listening to the podcast at a later stage, welcome to the show. Get involved anytime, like you do each and every week, 0457 736 736, or give us a call. On one three hundred zero one eleven seventy, you that get. That makes a, my brain hurt a bit when you think about people listening later on, and we're saying later on now. <laughs> I'd like to be acknowledged, badge. How are you, know. mate? I'm good. How are you? Big Sat weekend, chef. massive weekend. Uh, big weekend in uh, in in league and uh, and a few other sports. Massive. Everything about that AFL Grand Final was outstanding, except the game. Yes, dud game. Mm. Unfortunately, not uh, not Geelong's fault, but the Swannies. Just couldn't get in the contest. Uh, I, I, and, and I know it was um, it was a difficult afternoon in a way to watch that. So fortunately, we had the races on as well. We kept flicking. Because every time you come back to the grand final, <laughs> they go, they've gone ahead by more. They're 40 up. They're 50 up. Well, that actually Crazy. forms part of our, our prize packet tonight, which is, what? of course, a $100 Bingley voucher uh, giveaway tonight. Uh, to all the you AFL need to, grand final. Now, all you need to do is tell us, your best and worst sporting entertainment you've seen. Now, this is on the back of oh, not only the AFL it. Grand Final, but everyone's talking about Robbie Williams, which was Super Bowl-like. It was one of the best, I think, entertainments yeah. we've seen at any sporting code. I think next week we'll be saying Barnsley was better. Well, as you said, Jimmy Barnes, NRL Entertainment. Oh, I love it. A lot of people are saying, yep. why again? Do you know what? He's tried and tested. He's, He's true. He's a star. Yes. Love him. Legend. What about the uh, some of the bad ones over the years? And again, you're going to the running for a hundred dollar Bingley voucher. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Nineteen ninety five grand final. It was manly up against Bulldogs. Eventually oh, won by the Bulldogs. Was this um, when the uh, it didn't work? It was the launch of Optus. Oh, oh yeah. Remember the big Optus TV? The giant TV nearly killed everyone. <laughs> It fell over, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it opened up and all these balloons came out. It nearly fell on all the dancers. Oh. It was horrific. Yeah, yeah that was a horror show. Um, Billy Idol just couldn't get 
Couldn't get going. Nothing worked. No matter, and he could scream. And he was on a hovercraft. No matter, he how much he hovercraft. Scr- yeah. no matter how much he screamed. I think the hovercraft must have run over a few cables on the way out. There's been some good ones. There's been some bad ones. I know Angry Anderson at the AFL Grand Final. might have been... Bound for glory. 1991, it was horrific. Bah. It was terrible. What was it? Yeah, it was terrible. It wasn't as bad as the old loaf. Yeah, meat loaf. Well, the he meat. takes the cake. So he doesn't go into the, the running list. takes listeners. the cake. Yeah, there you Get go. It. He doesn't, he's not part of the, oh, he's not part of it tonight because he's the winner of all. He's the, he's the standard of bearer. Of all categories, yeah. Worst ever. He's the states. Worstest ever, I think yeah. we, uh, we say. Now, on today's show, it's all about NRL Grand Final Week, Battle of the West, the NRL's dream matchup. Why? Why wouldn't they want someone out? Like, wouldn't they want the Cowboys there? Wouldn't they want the Bunnies there? Well, I think to keep it in Sydney, a Sydney Grand no, no, Final. No, they're keeping it in the West. Yeah, it's there's, well, there's people don't have to travel that far to go so, to Acor Stadium. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. And everyone Easy else travel. doesn't care. So no, it is massive, and, and congratulations to the yeah. Like I don't know that the, the Pan, Panthers are there, but um, they're third in a row, and they are so dominant. And and all of their grades, they won all those other grades. So mm. it's, um, but the the Parramatta Eels to come back, I thought you know one thing we had sort of said the heat. We'll, we'll get them. And if they're not leading or they're not really close uh, towards the end of the game, they're just going to hit the wall. Mm. Well, they didn't. They came flying home. How good were the Eels in that department? I, I think they were, they were asset. To be eight points down, what, 20-odd to go, fight their way back in. Yeah, they got a couple of things go their way, but they still had to get back against a, a Cowboys side that was, was really in their groove in that first part of the second half. Well done, the Eels. They were courageous, really yeah. courageous. And... On Saturday night, of course, the Panthers 12-0 down and the South Sydney Rabbitohs yeah, really... come back as well. Yeah, they ruffled their feathers a little bit. So, um, yeah, a lot of talking points out of the weekend. It's going to form part of our hot topic as well. Is the second straight Premier, uh, Penrith Premiership inevitable? Is it a foregone conclusion? I don't think it is. There are some that do. Tell uh, us, Paraffin. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, you could almost read the... There's not many people that say, oh, I honestly think Parramatta's going to win, outside of mm. hardcore para fans, and we know that. But is anyone else, everyone else going, look, oh, like it's Penrith. Um, I hope it's an absolute ripper of a game and it goes down to the wall. Well, they proved to everyone, Parramatta, like you said, Badge, on Friday night, that they don't fear adversity, which once upon a time they would have capitulated. So I think they're in a really good position, Parramatta. I know they're the side that Penrith look over their shoulder at. So we're going to talk to James Hooper also from uh, Fox Sports. He's going to tell us about some of the headlines that may emerge Throughout the week, we've got a lot of the backstories about certain players and what it's taken for them to get yeah. here, coaches, whatever it may be. Hey, um, um, Tim from Parks is not listening. Well, he's actually listening, but he's not listening because he said, hey, lads, come on. We all can't go against meatloaf. Say no more. No, we're saying we all know it's meatloaf. That's meat it. Loaf. Michael from Logan said the same. It's meatloaf. We know. Meatloaf is out of the equation. Yep. He's out there on his own. He's an immortal. He's an immortal when it comes to worst sporting entertainment. Yeah, we're going to get the Kia Top 7 as well throughout the weekend. Uh, of course, the NRLW, we know who's playing in the grand final there. It's Parramatta up against the Newcastle Knights. The much-fancied Roosters knocked out of the competition. Quite amazing and very good viewing, actually, watching both those games. Prime Minister's 13, they defeated PNG in both men's and women's at Suncorp Stadium in that festival of footy on Sunday. Four games. Um, is there something bad that stood out for you? On the weekend, I, while you think about that, I'm I'm going to say Parramatta's fight back was what yeah, really of impressed me. Yeah, of course. Uh, well, there was a couple of howlers um, that I guess they're the things I, I didn't like. Um, 
Yeah. The Mitchell Moses <laughs> pass was a horrible, horrible call. And well, then... and and I, I, did, I did see Graham Annesley has said uh, that we got that wrong. But it wasn't as bad as we first thought it looked really bad. And then, and then we looked at replay and went, yeah, it doesn't look as bad as I first thought. But how the hell would they have no, ever let bad. it go? I mean, yeah, how do they let it go? And, Shocker. And, and there's a couple of disallowed tries to the pant. The, the pant has got some dud the calls. The obstruction decision against Luai for the, the Charlie Staines no try. Yep. Abysmal. Horrible. Yep. Horrible and there was another one where, where Stephen Crichton uh, chased the ball, got in behind Richie Kenner, just put his hand on it, and they went, no try. Mm. And and I, at the, people I was with, we just went, well, it's got to be a try. He's touched it. The, only, the ball's on the ground, he touches it. And Graham Annesley has admitted the same today. So they got a couple wrong there. I'll tell you what I did like. And I, last week, was, was saying the Parramatta Eels women's team shouldn't have been in the yeah. finals because they – They'd lost four from four. Their fifth game, they, they only play five before the finals. They had a win and they snuck in on four and against. So they got to play the high-flying Roosters who were five wins from five. They won. Oh, it was a really good game yesterday. Outstanding. Parramatta played great. The, the Roosters just Didn't couldn't. just beat them. Yeah, well, they did in the end. No, no, they, they had a good win in they the won end. won comfortably, yeah. The, Roost, the Roosters just couldn't score. They did everything but score in that first half. But, yeah, I, I, I liked that. I really did. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing that game on sun, late Sunday. It's about 5 o'clock, I think, the, uh, the NRLW final. Yes. After the state championship. The, in, the, the national championship. Yes. The two state winners, mm. who, which are Penrith and North, North Devils North in Devils, Brisbane. Which was played on the weekend as mm. well. Have we missed something? Uh, what did you like from the weekend or what didn't you like? Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. something we may have missed. Uh, let's get an NRL update for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side side brand. And as we said, Battle of the West, great scenario for the NRL. More, a, a better scenario for Peter Wynn and his story <laughs> in, oh, in the main street of Parramatta. He's the richest man in power. Oh, he's amazing. dead set. Mm. He's, he's just – he's heading off on a, on a, a world – Holiday. Now, can I try and educate? And it might be going by Thursday, the way it's going. <laughs> it's, just the, it's just pouring into the bank account. They can't keep up. Now, I want to try and educate and remind some Parramatta and Penrith fans that this has gone a little bit unnoticed. This is the grand final that may not have happened, Badge. So, back in 1999, yeah. for the 2000 season, yep. Penrith and Parramatta were looking to merge. They were. That's when the uh, the Super League and the ARL came together. There was about forty teams, and they had to get them into sixteen. Yep. And they went close, didn't they? Very close to to the point where the Parramatta Panthers. It was going to be something along the, the West, Penrith Eels, the West Sydney Eels, or oh well, no, you had to mm. have both of them in there. The West, the West Sydney Panther Eels. <laughs> you would have had them, but would have been you know Parramatta Panthers or. I mean, there was a lot of toing and froing. They were a fair way down the down the track in relation to that discussions. Was Players were actually talking about whether they were going to be part of the the merger. So, yeah. you know, for example, as a back rower, you were saying, "Well, this young Nathan Hindmarsh has you know just started playing first grade. He's obviously going to be one of the the back rowers. Am I going to be the other back rower? Is it going to be someone else? I'm not quite sure." So, it got to the point where Parramatta and Penrith were going to merge, and and then we're led to believe that Roger Cowan, who is a, the godfather of of the uh, the league's club Penrith, out of Penrith yeah. and had been there for many many years was the one at the last moment that kiboshed it and decided well, what a move yeah it was a risky move because at that stage you know, yeah the the poker machine taxes had come in and um, a lot of clubs were hurting they'd gone out and bought a lot of clubs Penrith a lot of licensed clubs, venues yeah. 
and realised the taxes are really going to hurt. So got to a stage there where not only from a being part of the competition situation, but also a financial situation to merge with Parramatta, among other things as well. But um, who would have known how many premierships that side would have won by 2000 and onwards? But Roger Cowan at the end said, you know what? We're going to risk it. We're going to go on our own. Yeah. So, well, since then, they've won two, the Panthers. Yes. And this is the Eels. Only their second visit to a grand final since 2009. Haven't won, of course. I don't think everyone knows how, how long it's been. And we look at 2001. We'll talk about this a little bit later on in our hot topic about is this premiership just inevitable for Panthers? I don't think it is. Because you look at teams that have been so dominant over so many years. And Parramatta in 2001, they broke every record yeah, in the regular season. They did. And fell over. Nice. 24-0. They just got them on the hop. First night grand final. Yeah. yeah. Hey, our uh, text here about uh, bad performances. Uh, Michael says, how about Janet Jackson's wardrobe malfunction at the Super Bowl? Oh, that was staged. Justin Timberlake. That was staged. Had to be staged. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it clipped. <laughs> what, you can just unclip something and out <laughs> pops your left boob. Yeah, he says, however, not sure if that was really good or really bad. Yeah. Put mm. it back on the map for a bit. What about this week, Badge? What it looks like for both sides. Now, Monday is always about media. But it's really important, yeah. isn't it, Badge, for the key or the grand final breakfast, of course. Um, no, I've heard of different ways to handle it. You know, I know that some coaches and clubs will say, hey, hey, don't get it, don't go over the top and get one thing you can't do and you shouldn't do for players that never haven't been there for a long time or never before, aka the uh, Parramatta Eels, don't get over excited and 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 you know, play your grand final before you get there emotionally. Because you still got to have a fair bit of petrol in the tank. Mm. I reckon they would have had a couple of days really relaxing the eels and soaking it all in. And let's remember they they would have had to do a fair bit of recovery work from that heat up in Townsville, and and you know getting them. Fortunately for them, nine day turnaround, eight yeah. days for Penrith. Mm. But you were saying, Sats, how how Johnny Lang really got you guys to as the underdogs just to soak it all in. And on the Monday of Grand Final, we played the Warriors on the Sunday, and on the Monday we got for our regular meeting and all the media are out at the end of the tunnel because we, there's only two teams left in the comp and first training session. And we thought he was going to say, right, we need to batten down the hatches, you know, it's one in all in. And But he actually said, you may never experience this ever again. And he, he always thinks about Andrew Eddingshausen. He played in the 97 Super League Grand Final but and Danny Lee, who was his favourite player he ever coached. And yep. they never got to play in an NRL Grand Final and New South Wales Rugby League Grand Final. He, he just used to say, that he said to us, Guys, there's going to be media questions. There's going to be TV shows. There's grand final breakfast. We won't get a lot of training done, so just go and soak up. Enjoy it all. Wow. Just go and enjoy it all. And and all the young guys sort of went, oh, wow, how good is this? This is great. We had a heap of 19, 20-year-olds. So it was, it was really, really good. And it's it's really important that coaches don't overcoach this week. You know what I loved? Something I did love from the weekend, Badge and listeners, is Brad Arthur, when interviewed after the game, one, he had his shoes off. He was in bare feet being interviewed by Channel 9. And... He said, I don't know what to expect. I've never been here before. Yeah. So brutally honest. Is that how hot it was in town? <laughs> he had to take his shoes off. Maybe they melted off Why his feet. Why did he have his shoes off? I don't know. Just, I don't know. He was earthing. That's what he was doing. And then doing Gutho, King Gutho, when interviewed after the game, straight after the game, you know, how are you going to, you know, how, what are you thinking about grand final? He goes, oh, we'll just think about getting on the plane, getting home, having some beers together. That's important, isn't it, Bates? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've got to enjoy the wins. Enjoy the moment. Mm. Take it all in. And then you can reset a few days later and get ready for the, the biggest week and the biggest game of your life for many of them. Yeah. 
Uh, thank you, Australia, for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand 21 years in a row. We'll talk more about uh, grand final week uh, throughout the show. Let's uh, quickly get a sports update. Sports Day, Sports Update. Yeah, join Robson Civil Projects, jobs at robsoncivil.com.au. Make sure you get in your, your votes for best or worst sporting entertainment you've ever seen worldwide, 0457 736 736. Hey, these folks might get a start in that. How good were the Cats not only on the field, on their Mad Monday? Well, they're Did the oldest team in history to win an AFL and, premiership. And haven't they aged yeah. since they won it? They uh to have a crack back at the uh, the people that have written them off for being too old earlier in the year, even even leading up to the game, um, they arrived at the pub that we're going to in a pensioners van, and dressed up as geriatrics, <laughs> grey hair, Zimmer frames, walking sticks. Oh, it's just it outstanding. Gold. A lot yeah. of thought went into it. Have a listen to this. For a goal on debut. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> This is how Isaac Smith falling out of the van. Was that deliberate? Was that deliberate him falling out? Like oh, no, being old mate, yeah, and dislocating a hip perhaps, or something? Yeah. yeah. Um, but they did. They won 81 points in the end, as we said. Oldest team in AFL history by average age uh, to, uh, to win an AFL grand final. Now, don't worry about it. We're getting to it, as we see here. Um, is it finishing in 600? On the text line, uh, make sure you leave your name where you where you're texting from as well. Oh yeah, the Wallabies got smashed by the All Blacks, continuing the Eden Park curse. Forty points to fourteen, badge. Oh well, the Wallabies had fifteen handling errors. That one helped, and two yellow cards in the first half. So they just couldn't get in the game. And uh, well, look, we know they should have won the first um, the first test yep. in Australia a week or so ago. But uh, this was just this was horrific. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, as has been the case so many times over there in Eden Park. So the All Blacks wrap up the rugby championships again. Yes, by one point from South Africa. South Africa they end up with nineteen points. South Africa eighteen. South Africa beat Argentina pretty well, but just not quite enough to get another bonus point. Mm. Would have been a draw. Sixty years of family culture. Join the Robson Civil Projects team for the opportunity of a lifetime. This is Badge and Sats for Sports Day. Coming up next, we're going to catch up with Fox Sports regular James Hooper to talk about Grand Final Week and all the all new Kia Nero. Also, thank you very much for the support available in hybrid or all electric. See more at kia.com.au. Sports Day, the all new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all electric. See more at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. The Penrith Panthers in style. Slow out of the gates, but the Panthers and the Parramatta Eels. It's a Golden West Grand Final coming up. What a cracker. Yeah, what a great scenario for the NRL. The Battle of the West, Penrith versus Parramatta. Versus Parramatta, I should say, on Sunday night, of course. And to talk about what's going to happen throughout the week and some of the stories are going to emerge throughout the week about the, the teams and also the coaches and the players. Uh, one of our good friends of the show, Jimmy Hooper from Fox Sports, has joined us. How are you, Jim? G'day, boys. How are you going? Yeah, gr- oh, great. As a, uh, as a guy that loves Penrith Panthers and going through to a, uh, another grand final, it's outstanding. But to play against one of their, their arch nemesis in, in the Parramatta Eels, the NRL couldn't have scripted this any better. No, it's an epic grand final, isn't it, Sats? We all know the rivalry between Penrith and Parramatta, not just in recent seasons, but in the history of both clubs. Then you add in 
the complexity of the fact Parramatta haven't been able to win a premiership dating all the way back to 1986. It's currently the NRL's longest title drought. Uh, and we know how much, uh, how long-suffering and also how huge their supporter base is. So Western Sydney at the moment, mate, the streets are divided. Uh, you're either blue and gold or you're in the black of the Panthers. And, uh, yeah, the, the rival fans are really embracing uh, what is one of the best rivalries in the game at the moment. Now, Monday is all about media day where you get your first um, the first shot at both of the squads and um, takes you back to you know, 2003 when we realised that all the media were there for your first training session on the Monday and uh, with only two teams remaining. What are some of the stories this week about players or coaches, whatever it may be, Jimmy, that, um, that may emerge that we will see on Fox Sports? Well, mate, I'm glad you brought up 2003 because I was having a look at it earlier and I reckon the year that Penrith beat the Roosters in, in 2003, nobody expected you to win that competition. The Roosters were the defending premiers. They'd been the benchmark side for two straight seasons since Ricky Stewart had taken over. And I remember at the time, nobody gave Penrith a, a snowflake's chance in hell of being able to orchestrate the upset. You obviously played a pivotal role in that, Sats, and it was one of the best narratives uh, in, in terms of the NRL era of underdogs winning the grand final. Then you go fast forward to 2005, Tim Sheens took the West Tigers on that magic carpet ride with Benji Marshall and the flip pass to Pat Richards. And I reckon this time around in 2022, if Parramatta can do it, I'm not saying they will, but if they can, it's as good a narrative from where they've had to come from, the fact they've had to go the hard way, being beaten in week one of the finals, then coming out and putting a score on Canberra, travelling up to Townsville, and now thrust into this game against... Look, the Penrith team at the moment are just such a juggernaut. Like, I heard Joey Johns speaking on, uh, on TV yesterday, and he said, look, Penrith, they're virtually unbeatable. So Parramatta are going to be absolutely have to be at their best to be any chance of causing what would be remembered as one of the all-time great grand final upsets. Hey, um, Hoops, I'm looking back, you know, only a couple of weeks ago, or uh, just over two weeks ago, and they met each other um, in, the, in that final. I thought Parramatta was going really well, holding their own. Big turning points came when Wonga Blake spilled a bomb and it ended up being three of them. Do you think he's going to be one of the headlines this week? Is there going to be a fair bit of focus on him on that right wing and the pressure he'll be under for para? Yeah, it's a good question, Badge, and guaranteed. Uh, it'll be a huge headline all week. Look, he has got a couple of options, Brad Arthur. He can either stick solid with Wanga, uh, and let's not forget, you know, you talk about the storylines. You've got Wanga, who's an ex-Penrith player. Mm. You've got Regan Campbell-Gillard, who's an ex-Penrith player. You've got Bryce Cartwright, whose grandfather is the founding member of the, the Panthers' uh, juggernaut that it is today, and they still call the, the main award for Penrith's best and fairest player, the Merv Cartwright medal. Um, and then you've got other players as well that have also got uh, history with the Panthers that now play for the Eels. So, look, no question, Wanga will dominate the headlines this week. He will personally be asked all about how he's going to handle the Nathan Cleary aerial assault. And I've got no doubt that the Panthers will talk up the fact that they intend to go back and try and exploit that weakness because, I'll tell you what, whew, that night out at, out at Penrith, that Friday night, opening week, one of the finals, um, yeah, he he did 
absolutely get peppered. Uh, and the Panthers did show that um, you can exploit a bit of a weakness there. Our, our hot topic tonight, uh, we mentioned off the top, uh, is is a second Penrith Premiership inevitable? It would seem that way, and I gather from what you said to us before, you're leaning that way. Just how good do, do the Eels have to, even if the Eels are at their best, if Penrith are at their best, are they are they un, almost, well, unbeatable? Well, you blokes watch a hell of a lot of footy, and, and yeah, every every champion retired player who I speak to virtually declares that Penrith are morals. But I will put this caveat on it, Badge, and that is I remember back in 2003 when the Roosters were absolutely flying and had been the benchmark side for the previous two seasons. No one gave that Penrith team a hope either in that grand final. And Sats was part of it. They went out and they etched their names into grand final folklore. And we still talk about it today as one of the great grand final upsets. So, look, I don't think Parramatta are without hope. Like they've shown over the course of the last couple of seasons that they can mix it with the best sides. I think in this final series, we've seen more mental fortitude and and more uh, between the years from from Parramatta. I think previously at times that's where uh, they can sometimes be brought undone. But I think they've showed some serious fortitude to be able to travel to Townsville, fly in and fly out the way that they did, trail 20 to 12 with 25 minutes remaining, mm. uh, and find the way to win. They're going to go in full of confidence. Look, they'll need to be at their absolute best, but I think South Sydney showed them a little bit of a blueprint last Saturday night. They led 12 nil early, and the Panthers were on tilt to a degree. Now, they had three tries tonight, but South showed that there are ways you can, if you can unsettle Penrith and get them out of their rhythm, I noticed Saturday night out of the game that there were some players in that side who they look frustrated. And, and that's where, if you can put scoreboard pressure on them early, and Parramatta are great at, at scoring early points and starting fast, that's how I think the, the Eels could possibly unsettle them. But if you ask me for a tip, uh, look, a uh, uh, tip Penrith mm. on the strength of what they've done over the course of the last couple of seasons. Now, at the start of that, you just said, thinking back, remembering back to 2003, can you really remember it? Because I heard oh. you got kidnapped up by the team later cl- on. He was Clive. <laughs> James Hooper, as a young journo, yeah. was Clive yeah, Churchill Gower. medalist <laughs> off the field, was he? Mm. <laughs> Craig Gower did hijack me, Badge. I can confirm that. <laughs> and as I always say whenever we have a laugh and a beer about it these days, just for the record, I was actually on day three because I'd already gone out the Friday night uh, because it was grand final weekend. We backed up at the races. It was Epsom Day at Ramwick on the Saturday. <laughs> oh. So we'd gone out on the Saturday as well. And then and then on Sunday night when the Panthers uh, wrote their names into history, Gowie and Sats grabbed us. I ended up on the bus with them. And, uh, yeah, look, let's just say we did kick long and strong. <laughs> Um, I, I think Sats and I might have been arm wrestling over bourbon and cakes at the Peachtree Hotel about 1.30 p.m. the next day. So okay, it was a good time I, had by Can all. I say, there's some photos when we're on, we're on stage at Penrith at the Panthers Leagues Club with the fans, and Hoops is in some of those photos. <laughs> and the, the next day, Paul Kent arrived at the Peachtree Hotel at about 3 or 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and the great Chippy Falingos was, I think he was Hoops' boss back then, and he said... And he said, uh, Paul Kent came in and says, has anyone seen Hoops? I said, oh, he's around here before. We had a table full of bourbon and cokes over there before. I don't know where he's been. And Kent, he's getting around trying to take as many stories as he can for the next day, publication. 
I found hoops about an hour later asleep in a cubicle with a trough lolly in his court in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you've put salt and pepper on the trough yeah. lolly. The trough lolly wasn't in the top pocket. <laughs> oh, it was in his mouth. <laughs> but I might have been look, I might have just been catching I might have been catching a little bit of forty weeks, so I can confirm that. Yeah. Hey, but um, like I said, it had been an emotional seventy two hours. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now um now, Hoops, how important is it to not overcoach this week? Now, Ivan Cleary's been there as a player and as a coach with the New Zealand Warriors and now the Penrith Panthers. But And Brad Arthur, oh, I loved his honesty on Friday night. He said, oh, I've got to admit, I've never been here before. I don't know what to expect. So how important is it that someone like Brad Arthur doesn't overcoach the players this week? Oh, 100%, super important. Look, we heard from them all last week that they weren't going to change too much up. Uh, at Eels training. They just wanted to embrace the week leading into the Cowboys game, uh, stay in their rhythm. They decided they were going to charter a plane up and, and charter straight out of Townsville, irrespective of the result. They obviously got the victory, but as you blokes both know as players, I reckon you got to embrace grand final week. you got to enjoy it. you got to soak it up. Um, and I think that's where Penrith have a clear advantage because they know what to expect. They've been there and done it previously, whereas for the Eels, it is all foreign territory, and I'm sure that Brad Arthur is going to want to really try and pump as much footy as he can um, and as much game planning as he can into the playing group. Look, I think the biggest decision for Brad is around what he does with his bench. We saw on Friday night up there in Townsville, Jake Arthur sat on the bench for 80 minutes, so to beat a Cowboys team that's in form as North Queensland were uh, with only 16 players, that, that's a hell of an achievement. But I would warn, I'm not sure you can beat this Penrith juggernaut the way that they're playing at the moment and the way that they can adapt uh, to various different game plans. I'm not sure you can beat them if you're going to try and carry a player on the bench. So I'd be thinking maybe they should look at using Bryce Cartwright as cover in the halves if need be, and that would then mean that you can have the likes of Ryan Madison, Oregon Kafuzi, and I think it's oh, it's Makatoa. Mm, I, I, mm. I always struggle with pronouncing his first name. He's an Eels front rower. Uh, I think if you did that, then that's it. That's it. Thanks, Badge. You've saved me. You, you got me out of jail. So if you did that, then you're really fighting the Panthers forward pack fire with fire. Because you look at that Penrith bench, and when you're bringing on Spencer Lenu, like Fisher Harris comes off and Spencer Lenu goes on, and they just don't skip a beat. So mm. I'd be thinking that could be a little bit of an X factor edge for Parramatta, but whether Brad Arthur's prepared to, to go there or not, we'll have to wait and see. And, and a nine day turnaround will help the, the Eels because in the heat mm. up in Townsville as well, and only using 16 players mean, you know, fewer rotations for their big men. Hey, hey um, now, Hoops, uh, the Battle of the West have we talked about, never happened before, might never happen again. It's huge, as you said out there. Is this the week where Sydney siders actually wish they were Westies for the first time ever? <laughs> Mate, the, the, the Golden West is a huge part of Sydney. And, you know, Sats played a lot of his footy out there. Look, it is rugby league heartland. Penrith is very rich in terms of it's got the biggest junior rugby league nursery in the world uh, and we're seeing the fruits of that success now in it, the way that it's been set up uh, the systems are perfect the fact that they've been able to win uh, the SG ball the Harold Mats and the Jersey flag competitions already this season yeah. speak, mm. speaks volumes for what they've done as a club 
Uh, and for Parramatta, like Peter Wynn's score shop out of, in, in Church Street Mall, mate, they were queued up all day Saturday. As soon as they were in, there was just a constant procession line snaking across the mall because the people wanted to get in and, and buy blue and gold apparel. So, look, it has set the city alight. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of, you know, obviously all the Penrith staunch loyal supporters are going to want to see the Panthers go back to back. But I think a lot of other people will embrace Parramatta and the underdog status and the fact that the narrative that they haven't been able to do it all the way dating back to, to 1986. And look, it'd be a magnificent story if Brad Arthur and this side, who plenty of people have written off at various stages of this season, could go out and orchestrate one of the great grand final upsets. Well, the train line from central Sydney out west will be very quiet on Sunday, but the other way will be absolutely but bunter. Peter Wynn, mm. he'll be on the train going in and getting on a plane and going on a round-the-world holiday for two years. After all the just money. Just off the back of this. Mm. Uh, oh, it's just been crazy. <laughs> exactly. Biggest week exactly. of his life. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jimmy Hooper from Fox Sports, uh, always great with your time. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. And uh, before we uh, let you go, who wins? You're saying Penrith. Who's your Clive Churchill medalist? I'll say the Panthers, uh, and I'll say in a very tight game. I don't think there'll be a whole lot of uh, difference. I'm tipping there'll only be a couple of points in it. And then I think Dylan Edwards can win the Clive Churchill Mm. medal. He's due, isn't he? Went close last year. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day, Hoops. He's been in since. You must be loving watching him play, but No, not a worry, boys. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. He's a good guy, Jimmy Hooper. This is Badge and Sats for Sports Day. The Kia Sportage also has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Hot Topic up next, and it's all about Penrith Panthers. Can they go back-to-back? Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Yeah, welcome back to the show. And you know what? I didn't add any salt and pepper to that chat with James Hooper about him being found in the cubicle in 2003. He nearly lost his job after that, oh, James Hooper. Okay. And we went into, went into bat for him and said, you know what? No, he's actually got a lot of respect now with the players because he can have a drink with the players. Oh, and, and you gave him every interview he wanted. And Yep. There you go. He's a good man, Jimmy Hooper. Good man, good man. Now, uh, our hot topic is uh, about the Penrith Panthers. Is a second straight Penrith Premiership inevitable? And, um, and Badge, I don't think you, know, you played in plenty of grand finals, not only in New South Wales Rugby League, winning two there, playing in three, playing in four, I should say, winning a lot of some comps in the Brisbane Rugby League as well with South Magpies and your good mates mate, Mal and co. And Jacko. And yeah, yeah, we were massive underdogs in uh, in Brisbane in 85. And we beat Wyndham stacked with Wally Lewis and Gene Miles and Greg Dowling and co. Um, it was revenge too because they'd lapped you the year before, hadn't they? Yeah. Year before. And, uh, and in 89, we were, we, were, we were big underdogs. All. Come from fourth? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and Balmain, who'd lost the year before, and everyone kind of expected that, they, that, that the heartbreak of the year before would inspire them and it did they mm. played great but we were just uh you know had a few things go our way and snuck home as we know in 89 so um yeah but it, it does it's hard to make a case for Parramatta if Penrith are playing their best football I just think that both sides play their best football Penrith wins but that's not always the way it plays out is it and even on the weekend Sats we saw you know South get the jump on Penrith um we saw you know in other games the Eels in the NRLW that we've spoken about just upset completely the, the dominant side, the Roosters. You just never know if you can it, – but it's all about getting off to a fast start. We saw that in the AFL Grand Final. Yeah. Could, 
Swans couldn't get in, couldn't no. they? Geelong gotta... just left them behind and that was it. Control the rhythm from the start of the game. You've got to be aggressive. If, if you can withstand that first 15 or 20-minute onslaught mm. from either side, just get through the other side. Then you can really resettle yourself and, and get into what you do really well. Let me so- ask you this. If Parramatta's up 12-0 mm-hmm. at halftime, are Penrith still a chance? Oh, absolutely. They're the kings of composure. If Penrith's up 12-0 at halftime, Parramatta's still a chance. Based on last week, yes. Yeah, but he hesitated I think, more a bit, didn't I mean, they? They're, yeah. they're going to do it tougher to come back from a, a, a two, you know. If they led last week, deficit. if they led against the Cowboys last week and just held that lead throughout the game, I would question that. But under the conditions last week, Parramatta, yep. I mean, humidity, it was 26 degrees and 87% humidity while they were playing. And even Clint Gutherson and Mitchell Moses after the game said they felt as though looking at the body language of the Cowboys that it actually – was hurting them more than it was the Parramatta yeah. Eels. So, and, and Mitch Moses, let's. There's a couple of kickouts on the fall in a row, and he didn't have his best game, and they still won. He did some good stuff. He had a fair bit on his mind, didn't he? He did after, of course, the birth of his uh, his first child. Lost that, his grandmother during the week. Or yeah, buried his grandmother well, they, they, during the week. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was it was you know it was perhaps distracted by all that stuff. So if he has an absolute blinded. Too, that'll that'll help their cause. This is the most resilient Parramatta side I've seen, only based on the last few weeks. Recently, in, in recent times. Yeah, maybe. absolutely. I, I, I've questioned their, I suppose, their mental toughness um, in the past. I think they're a completely different side. Now, you've got to remember, Parramatta's unpredictability can upset the Panthers, and they've done that twice this year. Round 9, 22-20 at Penrith Stadium. Round 23. Lapped them 34-10. Jerome Luo wasn't playing in that game. Nathan Cleary and, and the rest were. Isaiah Yeo and co. Week one of the finals, 27-8 in favour of Penrith. 8-7. Pa- Parramatta are leading. Moses gets knocked out. Yes. Mm. And Wunga Blake starts dropping high yeah. kicks. Mm. And it all turned to poo. Yeah. So they, they were going well. Is the second straight Penrith premiership inevitable? I'm saying no. I'm saying no, it's not. Hmm. Give us a couple of texts, Badge. Well, 0457 Uh Yeah, we've got one here. Um, what percentage of NRL players are Penrith or Para Juniors? With no draft and a salary cap, how can other clubs compete in the future? Matt from Hunters Hill. I think you said Penrith have got the most juniors. In this side or most? In, no, no, in the NRL of, of all the clubs. Lo- the when you class it as local juniors? Yep, immediate local, juniors. local, yeah. Like the, it's easy to say the Brisbane Broncos would because of the massive area. Yes. But immediate area, yeah, the, the Penrith Panthers do. Paramount have got a lot as well. Well, uh, it, the, there's a great incentive for clubs to go out and, and engage with the community and, and get all these get all these players involved. It, they, they have got a big percentage. But, yeah, other clubs can compete, mm. no doubt at all. And then other clubs went close to, to getting into the grand final. They're... Um, They've just both done really well. And, and you know, I don't want to see a Western Sydney grand final every year. Some would. Yep. But fantastic. Fantastic for the game. Yep. But don't forget, uh, you're texting in about a lot to do with the grand final, but the best and worst performances in a sporting oh, yeah. entertainment as well. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Let's get to a break. We'll get to more of your texts after that. This is Badge and Sats for Sports Day. Sports Day. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au.
Welcome back to the show. And before we get to some of your texts uh, for Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia, the trade period is about to commence in the AFL, Friday 30th of September. And we don't have this in the league, so it's really hard to understand. So we'll try and dull this down the best way you can so you can understand. I find it exciting. I actually like it. I love it. Because I love my American sports, I suppose. But uh, if you're an un, a free agent, so if you're an uncontracted player on Friday, yep. you can start talking about going to other clubs. Like like we see in the NRL now, if you're off contract. And then Monday, the 3rd of October, goes for about nine get nine days. It's the Continental Tires AFL trade period. That's where if you're under contract at the moment of the club, you can be traded amongst all these different clubs. And it's what we're trying to what many people would like to see, a trade period. Right. Two trade NRL. periods in the NRL where if you're still contracted, you can trade to other clubs. Okay. Yeah. So um, Griffin Logue is expected to be traded from Fremantle Dockers to North Melbourne this off-season, according to his manager. In- interesting to see what's going to happen with um, Alistair Clarkson and see mm. whether he's going to be able to start his position at North Melbourne with those allegations. Yeah, yeah. And, mm. and Brisbane Lions midfielder Mitch Robinson says he's open to a – uh, moving to another club. He's, with the he's had a few contact him. Yeah, yeah, he's a former Carlton player, tough midfielder. He'd actually be a really good trade for a, like his manager. a club that uh, that needs uh, an experienced player. Continental Tyres, Continental Tyres, I should say, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia, search Continental Tyres. Today, let's get to some text, Badge. Uh, let's get to some Parramatta fans text. Penrith lost to the Storm in 2020, only beat South last year by two points thanks to an intercept. Hardly a dynasty. Go para. Ooh, them's fighting words. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love how, I don't know who this one is. I love how no one gives power a chance in the GF, just like no one gave them a chance against the Cowboys. I can smell an upset, and boy, it will be special. Go power. And you're right as well. No one did give the Cowboys much of a chance, no. other than the Parramatta fans. Mm-hmm. Everyone just thought that the travel up there, the hostile environment, the humidity, the weather was going to play a big part on in Parramatta capitulating. But I, I, I've got to tell you that they must be a really strong, a strong United group. Of oh men. yeah, yeah. Yep. They they dug deep. Doug, uh, just just quickly, what a what a day for Parramatta fans with the NRLW team and the men's all on the same. Like that's yep. that's amazing. It is. Yeah. Huge. Uh, evening, fellas. I could could couldn't care about bad entertainment. I'm purely focused on the game. Had a relaxing day today. I'll probably step things up towards the end of the week. Ready for game day, Steve. Good on you, mate. We hope you're ready. You'll have para. You'll be wearing para yeah. gear all week, no now, doubt at all. Now, great grand final performances or worst grand final performances. Roseanne Barr's Super Bowl performance was the worst. She sang the national anthem. No, it was horrendous. Actually, we was might try. Like? We might try and find some audio for that. No, she was better than Meatloaf. Well, hey, like- Matt, the Meatloaf. <laughs> we want it now. Work, Matty. Matt, not that, Matt. Not we that might Matt, try and find that. the audio for that. Jack, can you find the audio to Roseanne Barr singing some of the national anthem in the... Uh... And, and Meatloaf, and we'll compare them yeah. from the grand, grand final. Tina Turner, one. Errol says, was the best. Uh, yeah, you can't go past Tina Turner, can you? Um, Victoria, and... Jason from Victoria says, Gary and Scott, I think Parra played their grand final last Friday night, and Penrith will absolutely smash them on Sunday night. Mm, well, good. Comes down to their coach, doesn't it? How does he keep them level-headed? Um, and hey, Sats, this is Tim from Parks. It was Janet Jackson's right boob, I believe, not her left. Trust me, I should know. No, <laughs> Sorry, that was Badger yeah. said it was I the left. It, I said it was you the creep. left. creep. 
<laughs> well, I was looking in a mirror when I saw it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway. Another one there, Badge, before we go. Here we go. Evening Badge and Sats, great grand final performance. 2017 AFL grand final. Jack Vivolt, he said, if we win, I'll get up on stage and I'll sing with the killers. And he did that. Oh, Mr. outstanding. Yeah. yeah. One and of the most... Amazing sporting entertainment he's seen. I and, agree. And quickly, we were talking about the merger being Power and Pendrick didn't happen. Rabbit Borough tomorrow says the merger was to be the West Sydney Ugg Boot Bogans. <laughs> Stop it. Oh. Stop it. Now, if you're leaving you us for some of the markets, download the SEN app to listen to the rest of the show. Uh, we're going to come out for another another hour of the show to go across a lot of your text messages. We're going to have a Kia Top 7. Joel and Fletcher coming up also. Don't go anywhere. This is Badge and Sats for Sports Day. Sports Day, the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Welcome for the first time and all our listeners through the Super Radio Network and Southern Cross Stereo, SEN app, 16.20am on the Gold Coast, 11.70 in Sydney, SEN SENQ, 693 AM in Brisbane and 1323 AM in Canberra. Welcome to the show. We've got the Kia Top 7 coming up with all the highlights from the weekend. Joel and Fletch, our colleagues, will be joining us as well. And I reckon, um, Matty, I, I just we warned you earlier on, don't get caught up in in Fletcher's vortex, his world, okay, because he's, he's too smart for everyone. Okay, so stay out of his seedy side of the world. That's one bit of advice we'll give you today. Uh, for McDonald Jones Homes, thanks for your text on 0457 736 736. We've been talking about the best and worst grand final performances in relation to the entertainment. And we've been getting a lot of nominations, and we'll go through some of those very, very soon. And your text, you'll go into the running for not only the $100 a Bing Lee voucher, but also we'll give another prize away. Spinalese pillow, it aligns your head and neck for great night's sleep, 100%. Australia, mate. So a couple of prizes up there for grabs. So make sure you get your texts in for McDonald Jones Home. And they've got a birthday sale on now, McDonald Jones. Now, just when we were talking about Badge, the um, worst and best grand final entertainment performances. Mm-hmm. Roseanne Barr, we mentioned earlier on. Oh, yes. Have a listen. <laughs> now, that was. She, is she trying to sing bad? Yeah, I think she was. I mean, um, it wasn't during the, uh, an NFL game as well. It was, it was a uh, Major League Baseball game. Okay. It was a double header, okay. Padres and Reds. And then, of course, the one that we said is not part of the competition tonight. Oh, Meat the best ever. 2011. Yeah. Uh, unbeatable as the, as the worst ever. And he – was he trying to sing bad too? <laughs> no, he was trying to sing good. Ooh. That was just a lot of – That was a lot of years of uh, – of hard work. and That was bad. Hey, yeah. um, actually, on that finals entertainment, Daniel uh, texted in and said, hey, bad and sats, rugby league has to be the laughing stock of world sport. No slide on Australia, the Australian music music industry, but seriously, NRL is a half a billion dollar a year business and as such should be commanding international acts as entertainment. How can the game go from having Richie Sambora and Macklemore to Barnsley? Again. I love Barnsley. People who aren't NFL fans watch the Super Bowl for the entertainment alone, which builds interest in their sport. And I reckon a lot of people probably tuned into the AFL for Robbie Williams. Yeah. Uh, and that was the highlight. Mm. The game wasn't. Um, however, Barnsley, we love him. And oh, I, look, I don't know why. There, there are a few other acts that are supporting him, Sats. Do people buy a ticket to go to the 
NRL like Grand Diesel. Final to watch to watch the entertainment. I don't think they are. I mean, boy, some of the great performances that I can remember, I, the Killers was great at the AFL. Uh, I thought Macklemore was outstanding. Tina Turner was always great. Uh, Cole Chisel years ago. I remember Jesse, J.D. Fortune. Well, he, he stood in for sort of. when Michael Hutchins had passed away and he won a competition to be the lead singer of NXS. Yes, yes. He was at the AFL Grand Final and, um, yeah, it wasn't uh, – wasn't the greatest rendition of of in excess. I remember, mm. um, I remember Jessica Mowboy and remind me, listeners, Jessica Mowboy, nice the NRL you. Grand Final one year it was absolutely outstanding. We had a caller on the line. Hello, hello, who's who that? we got there? We got Joe, to me. Yeah, who have we got? Yep, uh, it's Ben from Penrith. Hey Ben, how are you? The Riff. Ah, uh, living the dream. Yep, just been at the NRL launch and on my way home now, so it's been a good day. So how was it? What, what happened to the launch? Fill us in. Uh, there was fireworks. Nathan Cleary was there. Uh, Papa Lee, he was there. Abdo, uh, the tourism minister. I didn't listen to him. I don't know what you're saying. And uh, the two captains from the NRLW. So, yeah, it was good. Are you Problem a... is, um, the fireworks. Oh, I'm a diehard Panther fan. Like, oh, I've met Sat a couple of times in Penrith when he lived out here, so... Ah, good stuff. Long time ago, Sats. What were you going to say yeah. about? You're going to say something else about it? The fireworks? Oh, the, the problem with the fireworks, it was all south colours and Parramatta colours. But then I think, well, black fireworks really doesn't work in the night sky, True. does it? So. And the mm. chocolate, the chocolate soldier um, colour doesn't work either. Mm. <laughs> oh God, that's so dated. <laughs> Flashbacks, darker times. So are you going to the grand final? Are you going, Ben? Mate, I bought my tickets. Bought my tickets weeks ago. So is that Beauty. so? You're a member of uh, you're a member of Penrith, so you get them early. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got the code what five weeks ago, whatever it was, when they came on sale, and what got the permission to buy uh, decent seats from Misses, and away we went. Nice. And what what will you be, mate? Will you be decked out in your Penrith jersey or what? Yeah, no. Nah, normally got the uh, jersey on, the jacket on underneath the jersey, and uh, my Panthers beanie with the Panthers face on it. Oh, hey Ben, can you tell me? Do you buy every jersey that comes yep. out, and you've got you know like a dozen different versions, or in, or you just are you just one of the I uh, love to? the old nineteen eighty nine whichever year it was nineteen ninety one nah, nah. jersey. I used to I used to buy a jersey every year, and then the Panthers a few years ago had this trade in scheme um, where you trade in jerseys and they send it over to I think it was PNG or something like that. And wow. Uh, wow. So I trade a lot of them, but I normally buy I, I won't buy unique ones generally. I'm not like the Warriors, with the exception of. Um, the 50th anniversary strip. I bought that one because that was very unique and special and um, had a Mark Levy who I used to work with, mm. uh, the 80, back in the 80s player, uh, had his name. So I bought that just to show off for him. And um, But yeah, I try to buy a jersey most years. I try to keep up to date, but I don't buy the special editions, generally speaking. Champion. Okay, Ben from the roof. Uh, the one-off. What about um, halftime or pre-game yeah. entertainment? You got a you got Yeah, a, some a of the best. 2003. Who Me- was it? Meatloaf, mate, 2003. I told meatloaf. you, I was telling someone during the week it was Meatloaf. Yeah, that's at our what we just played. That, that was from no, 2003 yep. that we just you had, played. You had the Hoodoo Gurus. Yes. You had the Hoodoo Gurus playing That's My Team. Yep. And I still remember, the, you know, the slaying 2003 uh, premiership will be for me or something like that. And I'm thinking, oh my God, that's the Panthers. And I had tears of joy and whatnot. And um, half time, you had uh, Meatloaf come out. We bought a motorcycle going around the stadium. That's and, right. and they were just going off. And I remember, all of a sudden, he started singing, uh, and I would do anything for love. I remember, I, being in the grand, I remember being in the dressing room and hearing all these motorbikes 
coming up the tunnel. Yeah, yeah, you I would have been. That now. Yeah, aha, yeah. uh-huh. there you go. Mm. Set us straight, Ben. Good there on you, you mate. Great stuff, Ben. Great call. Thanks very much. Well, you know what? You know what, Ben? We're going to give you this. We're going to give you the spinal leaf yep. pillow. How about that, mate? You've made my night even better. There you go. Yeah, you won't. You'd well never given one to a Canberra fan. But it's all <laughs> Seriously. Good stuff. Good stuff. Now we've got a text here from Mark. He says, has there ever been a back-to-back winner of the Clive Churchill medal badge of sats? I don't think they will name the same winner two years in a row. Well, yeah, they will. What? I think Nathan would have to have an absolute blinder to win. Of course he would. Mm. What? Which year did they actually start doing the Clive 86? Churchill medal? 86. Peter Sterling. Yes. I think so. but they, So they went back retrospectively all the way back to 1954. Okay, so I think with this, and, this counts. And Clive Churchill won the first one. He won his <laughs> own medal. He doesn't even know about it. Um, but there we have twice, from what I can see, we had Norm Proven in 57 and 58. Okay, wow. George. In fact, his brother Peter won it in 59. So his Poor parents Saint. were so yeah, proud. Okay. And... You thought Graham Eady, I did too. But no, he won. He's, he got rewarded those for seventy six and seventy eight. No, 80, 1982 and nineteen eighty three oh, would course. be who? Brett Kenny. Bert Kenny. Yes. So there you go. Retrospectively, yes, but actually, anyone in the uh, you know that's actually walked up there and collected their Clive Churchill medal two years in a row. No, the closest would have to be Bradley Clyde in eighty nine and ninety one. Yeah, ninety one and a losing team. Mm. Yeah, he's the only one I can see that's uh, in the in that era that's actually got. I remember uh, Royce. Well, Royce obviously got a double, but Brady Alexander was outstanding also that day, wasn't he? Oh, I know. How did it not go? That's the problem when they, you know, they used to do the whip around fifteen minutes before the end of the game. Mm. Who's who's your best player? And they go, oh, well, Brad Clyde. Hopefully Canberra wins, but they didn't. Yeah. The Panthers winning should have absolutely gone. Yep. He stole medals off everyone. We always, <laughs> we always said to Clyde, you've stolen Royce's medal, mate. Give it back to him. Come on. Now, uh, we just heard from Ben. He got his tickets weeks ago as a member of one of the clubs. I suppose that's if you're fortunate enough to be a member and you're, and you're proactive about being a member of your, your football club, your rugby league club, you end up getting tickets early. Um, 24-hour head start on grand final tickets. Because they knew Friday night, but it would have mm. been the members would have had. But I think I'm pretty sure the members, yeah, you get a code to the members. You use that code, as Ben just said, to buy yep. a ticket. So they would have had a head start on Panthers fans, I'm they, thinking. They would have. But can I just say as well, to, to it maybe even that out, the Panthers have been pretty, like, just about certain things for the grand final. Or as good as you're going to get mm. for the grand final. And just like Ben, weeks ago, I reckon a bunch of them would have gone, hey, when they won that first week of the finals, yep. and all we have to do is win the prelim final, um, let's just get them now. Yeah. And and then they take the chance that, you know, they might not be in it and they could on-sell them or something. I don't know if you can still do that, can you? You can. For the, for the actual val- the proper value of the, of the tickets you can. But apparently there's some tickets getting around on some of the the websites and the prices are just astronomical. Can I, can I say to anyone looking for tickets... If you come across via GoGo, <laughs> run for your life. It's the biggest scam ticket website oh. in the world. No, they don't mind me saying that because they know they are. I got scammed by them. Did you really? Oh, my wife did. What did she buy? Uh, oh, tickets to a concert somewhere. We were driving in our car and I said, oh, you see if you get those tickets. Next thing she goes, yeah, I've got them. How much? And she told me. I went, what? I looked at it and went, no, not via GoGo. <laughs> scam. Now, g'day boys, Triple P here, a.k.a. Perth Parapest. I'm telling you blokes, I told you blokes all year to get on Paratrain to Paradise. Hope you listened and, and got on. I've never been so pumped up for a game. I bet you are. The some Paratrain of the scenes, to Paradise. Some of the scenes in the streets of Parramatta not long after the game that went up on Twitter and 
Facebook and all those social media platforms. It was it was pretty good to see actually all the people in the streets, the cars stopped in in um, intersections and beeping their horns, and a lot of fans out in the streets. It's really good to see. It's been a what's well, been thirteen years. Two thousand nine mm. was their last their last go at, a, yeah. uh, at a grand final. Danger go Parramatta win by thirteen points. I put two hundred and fifty on Parramatta. I think Parramatta is the only team that can beat the Penrith Panthers. Well. We know they have beaten them, and we've got another listener here who's texting and says, said, guys, when Penrith were beaten by Parramatta at Combank, wasn't that the game that Nathan, Nathan Cleary. Cleary was sent off? Yeah. Was too, yeah, ending in 181, it was. Yeah, didn't very early in the game as well. Uh, Mickey G from Woodbury mm-hmm. says, um, talks about the Bunnies being exhausted, uh, pretty gassed. They missed uh, Cookie playing off. Tommy, I'm on, he says, I'm on the eels this weekend. You can't come this far and not have your turn. Cheers. Well, actually, you can, unfortunately, and ask a few players that have been in grand finals and, and not won them. Um, it hurt. It's, it's tough, isn't it? And there are teams that get there and never never win one. Think about, and players, think about, well, you think about Balmain in the late 80s. Mm. And then, as you said, Sats, that, that Canterbury side, oh, actually, 94 Canterbury were going all the way for Parramatta sure. Parramatta 2001. Parramatta were there. Unbeatable. They? And the Knights just just ambushed them. And from all reports, we talk about not overcoaching teams leading up to a grand final. It's so important not to overload players. You actually, the, the more important the game, I think you've always, you always really need to simplify things. It helps with preparation. But there were stories that were getting around. I've spoken to players that, that were a part of that 2001 Parramatta side, and they felt as though that Brian Smith lost his head that week. He overloaded them with with um, different forms of communication, whether it be via text message or just you know, meetings upon meetings to the point where the players couldn't wait for the game to be finished. And all of a sudden, before you blink, it's 24 nil. Poor old Smitty. Joey, Ben Kennedy, Billy Peden oh. scored two tries that night. Oh. Yeah, they were on fire. They were off. Keith Urban and Jess Malboy. I think that's what I was trying to think of. Was outstanding. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Very good. Now, Australia's biggest, Beaumont Tiles, together with us, want to boost your business. Head to iCanWin.com.au and you could win $25,000. Yeah, that's $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. So get on to iCanWin.com.au to go into the draw. This is Badge and Sats for your new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all electric. See more at Kia.com.au. Coming up next, the Kia Top 7. Sports Day, the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats, the all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Now on Sports Day, time for the Kia Top 7. The Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. Oh. See it at kia.com.au. Before you get to that badge, we've got a text here, 465. Uh, when is Jace, better known as Man Booze, back? I was told this week. He has been has he been caught in customs for, for taking more time. I don't know. <laughs> hope he hasn't been caught. Back soon. Next week. Shoving things in his different orifices. <laughs> it could be. I hope he's been caught, actually. Oh. <laughs> hey, um, hey, we're talking to Joel and Fletch in a little while. And yep. Someone just reminded me because we've got a mate who's just gone over on a surf trip and uh, his nickname's Johnny Seven and it has been since we met Fletch because Fletch and his mates gave, well, me and my mate, we were on a surf trip with the same place 
He met all of them. They gave them all n- nicknames. Like <laughs> one of them, they called him Cartoon Face. And anyway, <laughs> called him Johnny Seven. And he went, what do you call me that for? Well, he's, he's got the really bad receding hairline. He said, well, you, a normal hairline's a forehead. You haven't got a five head or six head, it's a seven head. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wombat Eddie's nickname was Seven Heads. Oh. Because he had lumps all over his head from his footy career when he was coaching at the Gold Coast Seagulls. Oh, so people call man. him Seven Heads. Saw the great Wombat last week. Great guy. Champion bloke. Yep. Uh, now, Kia Top 7 is, uh, are we doing it? Did we already do that thing, Matt? We did. Okay. Uh, number seven, much better effort by the Socceroos. Scored uh, two second half goals to beat uh, the Kiwis in Auckland. And it was Jason Cummings who scored a penalty in the 80th minute after all oh, this young star, Garang Kual, mm. uh, sprint into, uh, into the box. And it resulted in a Kiwi handball. So up he stepped for the penalty. For a goal on debut. And Jason Cummings has given Australia a 2-0 lead here. He has done what he said he would. And some Australian coaches going really well in the UK Super League. And St Helens, they're so dominant. They've recorded their fourth consecutive Super League grand final. When Christian Wolf, that's three in a row before him, now Titans coach, Justin, Justin Holbrook. Holbrook. Yeah. The clock is counting down. Saints now seconds away from history. Yeah, the great old Trafford was the host, and they beat Leeds 24-12, St. Oh, Helens. Oh, they love their rugby league Your old mate, Mal Meninga, he's a god over there, isn't he? Yeah, at mm. St. Helens, he yep. sure is. Uh, and four kangaroo tours didn't hurt his yeah, true. chances either. Uh, number five in the knock-on effect, New South Wales Cup. Oh, they did it again. The Panthers equaled a four-decade record in uh, their win over the Bulldogs, 29-22. So not since 1982 as a team won the SG ball the Jersey flag and the New South Wales Cup in the same year. And wow. they will be the first team to win all four if they, in fact, uh, get up in the big one. That's on amazing, on isn't Sunday. it? That's amazing. Uh, number four, huge upset in the NRLW semis. Para downing unbackable favourites, the Roosters, uh, to book a, a spot in the grand final. Preston. Oh, oh Hodge picked that up. And Para <laughs> off to the GF. And playing the Knights, who finished last last year, the Knights, uh, into the grand final, led by Millie Boyle. and Yeah, they, they bought a Jess couple of good players. Yep. Tamika Rupton, yeah. fullback, outstanding. Yeah, so, yeah. She uh, sna- she's got snaky substance hips. She has like a you. bit, yeah. She's got a bit of the swerve. Uh, yeah. Para, uh, yeah, they're playing the Knights in on uh, Sunday afternoon. Uh, number three in the Kia Top 7, the Bunnies started uh, well, but as we know, Penrith proved too strong at a core stadium to make it to their third straight decider. Right-hand side, Cleary. Cleary to the line. Went over to the right-hand side. Now puts a grubbering oh. kick through. It's on all day. And Nathan scores the try. And it's a grand final of the Golden West. Yeah. He was He was just... He just moved everyone around like a chessboard. Mm. Nathan Cleary. Yeah, he's clever. He was really he's, good he's the other like, day. Reminds me of the way Sterlow could do that. Yes, exactly, Badge. Exactly. Just calculated. Now, Steve... Stress no more. Number two in the Kia Top 7, Parramatta. They make it through to their first grand final in 13 years. Townsend across field shows it. Now gives it to Din. Din throws a ball that's been dropped by Nanai and dived upon by Parramatta. And that will be the game. Bailey Simonson dives on it and the siren will sound. It's all over. And Parramatta is into the grand final. 
Mm. Great Mark call Braybrook, there yeah. by Potsy. And number one, well, there, grand final qualifiers. This was an anti-climax, but it was grand final nonetheless. It was an utterly dominant performance from go to woe by Geelong to take out the AFL Premiership. Final moment is a boundary throw in. It is a Premiership gloriously won. A Geelong side forever in contention, entirely reimagined to be hailed now as champions. And for Chris Scott, his second flag is testament to his genius. Geelong in a grand final romp by 81 points. Jared Whateley. Jared Whaley, one of the great sports broadcasters he outstanding. Uh, thanks to SEN, Channel 10, Fox Sports for, for all that audio. Badge, we've got a text before we go to the break. Uh, yeah, got a few here. Michelle from Dubbo, who's a great texter. She's, uh, she has said she's going to Eels to win the grand final by more than seven, and she loves her Eels, so uh, good work. And Nath from Bora Ridge, my predictions are that whoever makes the first mistake will lose the grand final. Jeez, I wish it was that simple. I wish it was that simple. And really quickly, four, Sometimes six, the first mistake you make in a grand final is turning up. I've been in one of those. <laughs> yeah. Got smashed by Wyndham in Brisbane. Really quick one here, Sats. Which one of the PNG Kummels from the game last night are NRL ready? I heard the Dragons looking at Russell and others like Mackenzie Yee, who's the front rower. I've got to say, uh, two-part question. You said, is there anyone in the NRL ready for the Queensland Cup as well? The fullback from the PNG Kummels? Yeah, you mentioned Edna Gebby. He's outstanding, absolutely outstanding, and he should be a backup fullback at an NRL club. Let's get to the break uh, for Sports Day with Badge and Sats, and thanks for your text for McDonald Jones. Keep those texts coming in. And for the Kia Sportage, they've been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Sports Day, the Kia Sportage has been crowned Drive Car of the Year. See it at kia.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero, available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. It's that time of the week again. We catch up with Joel and Fletch, our colleagues. How are you guys? Going good, uh, mate. better before we played Ian Aaron. I just flogged him again. Yeah. Three zip, I've got him. Can you explain, can you explain the, the game? Yeah, rules are on the website. Go check out the okay, website. Check it out. There's no rules. This is the first that says Chucky Heron. <laughs> Is it a badge? Is, is it a G? No, is it a G up? I'm not. No. It's a game it's a we game. play. Our listeners know it. No, they don't. You know, you don't listen quite often. That's why. Hey, hey, uh, you've I've obviously been talking about all last week. They're calling the Panthers unbeatable. What do you reckon? Well, the market, our friends at Sportsbet, the market has, if you go behind the prices, 69% chance Penrith, 31% chance Parramatta. Do you mm. feel like that's about more like it? Yep. I think it is. They're, they're a chance, aren't they? Mm. I think if, if Penrith, most of their players play a seven and a half out of ten, eight out of ten, I think they'll have too much. Oh, Satch, yeah. you were in one of the great upsets. Well, I, against, well people against said it was, those chooks. People said it was an upset, but we were the minor premiers. So yeah. It's not really an upset, well, is it? Well, how come you were paying three dollars fifty? Three dollars fifty we were, yeah. Yeah, you can't listen to the critics, boys, because I learned this a long time ago and reminded of this uh, only seven days ago. You cannot listen to the critics who want to write people off. What would they know? I'll tell you, I've got an A grade. Mm. Can I throw an A grade yeah. in? Yeah. And you guys, I, I, I won't be surprised if you don't say a word about this because you don't want to offend anyone, but the NRLW system mm. that has a top four <laughs> for six teams. So Parramatta had not won a game in their first four, hadn't won a game, and they're in the finals with a win over the Broncos. What mm. is going on there? Mm. 
But not only having the, the f- NRL done it well, Brian. <laughs> the two only, best teams are in the grand final. Not only they're in the final, they're in the GF. Yeah. Roosters are filthy about that. They shouldn't even been had to play. <laughs> they should. Have they should have had the weekend off. <laughs> You're right, Badgerator. Oh. You are right. Mm. That is crazy, isn't it? That was, yeah, actually, that is. that was a really good game. They were, they were outstanding. The Eels. They won 13 plus. I know. You, you know what, boys? So a week out from the finals, they were 130 to one to win the comp. Stop it. And now they're two dollars sixty. Mm. Crazy. I wonder if anyone got on. Um, are we worried a little bit? Crabster. <laughs> I'm not. Well, I'm Wise worried. Mate. I know that you were the underdogs, um, Sats in 03, <laughs> but you, you certainly went on a plane going up to Townsville, playing in 30 degree heat. I think that's a massive, massive issue for the Panthers. Do you think they Huge. may have played their grand final last week, or just I the conditions? They, I'm saying the conditions, up in the back on the flight. I know it's only four hours or something, but I, I'm Penrith just look as the game wore on. Guys, can, can you remember back in the early two thousands when the Cowboys weren't travelling that well, and the first thing you'd pack would be your dancing shoes before your your playing Ooh, boots, and go to the Mad Cow after it. But it doesn't matter what how good your team was going, you may win comfortably, but the last ten or fifteen minutes, you were just exhausted. You were so yep. fatigued, weren't you? And the Cowboys may score what? a couple of consolation tries. Didn't happen. He never played them. What? No, I'm just saying it didn't oh. happen. What? The other night. The Eels. What are you talking about? How good. How good were the Eels? Oh, yeah, I know. They came home strong. They should yeah. be the other way around. Yeah. Hey, boys, has Mitchell Moses ever in his life missed a better goal? If he kicks the penalty goal, it's 20 all, game on. He misses the penalty goal, and in the ensuing set, Parramatta takes six points and a lead. Oh, you think he did it on, on intentionally? No, 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 no. I don't think it that at all. But I just think what a gift it ended up being for him. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? The game, the way it played out, Sugar and Fletch and Brooksy and Gibbo, is that, um, and listeners, is they, there was a lot of stop start, wasn't there? Like the kick for goal, there was mm. some injuries, there was um, referee having to talk to players. And because of the conditions, it allowed it allowed Parramatta just to, just to recoil and get some well, air in gone. their lungs. They, yeah. They were gone. I mean, that, that, there was that forward pass try for Moses, but the other one, if if Sean Lane throws that pass a hundred times, yep, oh, M- Michael's catching it four times. Yes, mm. like so, there was a little bit of luck going on there. Way that's why Parramatta can win because sometimes things go your way. It yeah, almost kept going the way for Seas. I can't mm. see him. I can't see him winning. If you if you're relying on a bit I'll of luck to. to go your way, I don't know if you can. No, I've got to win. say, I think Parramatta yeah. are the one side that Penrith are always looking over their shoulder at because they're unpredictable. Mm. We've beaten them twice. They don't like both. teams that are unpredictable. Tell me this, boys. Where is there a weakness in the Panthers' side? Don't have to do an individual. Just saying, I, I you can't, I can't see it. Mm. I will say this, boys. To be brutally honest, their defence is just world class, but their attack's not where it needs to be. So you think about their tries. Appy snuck through, burrowed through, just got there. It wasn't an executed try. Toto against the run of play, and then Latrell Mitchell kept coming up in the goal line. And there were three grubber kicks behind the line. It wasn't the traditional out the back. No, but or, you don't. In grand finals, that very rarely works. Yeah, because everyone's up for it. Sugar. It's that. It's what that run that. It's that play before when they went wide pass and they had kick out flying in, and he did like they crossed him yeah. and he got a quick play of the ball. And then Happy ran from dummy. You rattled the cage there, Sugar. Oh. Sugar played fullback. Fullbacks up in the line. You oh. rattled the cage here. I don't mm. mind him up in the line, but seriously, oh. Ed Inkin. Can't get a mark. Frustrating. They were picking it off, weren't yeah, they? Just, but your responsibility just, is to be the last line. So don't keep yeah. getting up on the line if you can't cover. And we hey, actually we saw that um, it was Gutherson that let the Cowboys in for their first try. 
got in the line, then he decided to cover as they threw it wide yeah. and he just left a big hole. But badge, if you are up in the line, do you tell your winger to say, listen, do you have to explain that to yeah. him saying, listen, I'm going up. Make I reckon sure you do. He's got to be a swinger. Or someone. Yeah. <laughs> even swinger. if the centre yes, even if the centre drops in there. Yeah. Yeah. We you had a couple of centres who were swingers, they were good. They'd bring him behind <laughs> and yeah. back out. Albert yeah. Fuller boy. You said that. Oh, here we go. Yep. Hey boys. Um this co- this came across my desk uh, earlier in the week, <laughs> which was uh, yesterday. <laughs> An OnlyFans model saved a man's life after noticing one very awkward detail during an X-rated chat. Um, an OnlyFans model saved a client's life after pressuring him, pressuring him to go to the doctors for a checkup after she noticed one of his testicles become swollen. Oh. Bella Grace. What? Yep. Why is she looking? Bella Grace from Chapel Hill, who previously worked in healthcare, had been seeing the man online regularly for two years. Yeah. She noticed that. Both testicles testicles were a normal size mm. after when she first met him, but over the last six months, one had started to grow at an alarming rate. Mm. Quite observant. Yeah. The yeah. Chapel Hill <laughs> resident told the man to get it checked out immediately, but said it took six weeks to convince him to head to the doctors because he was embarrassed. Only fan star Brace has saved the man's life because of being so this is great news <laughs> for everyone. This is very, very good. So the man says, I can't thank Bell enough for encouraging me to make a doctor's appointment. I honestly didn't think anything was wrong, but he wished to re- remain anonymous. Probably a good idea. So, sorry, where did you say he was from? Chapel Hill in oh. Queensland. So that, that oh, right. appointment all up actually cost him about $4,000. <laughs> yeah. But it saved his life. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. So, Badge, next time you're on um, OnlyFans, Give a bit of a shout out to to, to the uh, to the young lass yeah. for me. We are right. Well, I saw a text come in for you, Joel, about OnlyFans. Oh yeah. Have you stolen yeah. that from Woogie? You've, no, well, okay. <laughs> in fact, you know what? <laughs> okay, okay. Now Woogie's not there, is he? No, he's in Bali and still. I, I can't believe you missed this, Brian, because yeah. you're the most uh, on person. So they said uh, hit it, Maddie, or something. You haven't brought up Maddie behind the scenes here. Normally, if there's a newbie, you're like just a bull out of a gate. You're on the attack. I haven't heard Matty. Did you not hear? Matty, you there, mate? Matt's the man. G'day, g'day. Oh, hang on. Oh, yeah. he is. He's the Wait, man. Matt, step- Matt, where have you stepped in from? Uh, the street. We just found him Uh-oh. walking past and mm-hmm. outstanding. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, suddenly. I'm, get, I'm getting MacGyver <laughs> vibes <laughs> here. <laughs> I'm getting MacGyver vibes. Matty, where were you working before, my friend? I was working at a uh, different radio station. Name them. It was poached. It was poached. Yes, he was yeah. I, 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 uh, I would like them to re- remain uh, anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah. Yes. No, no, you can't. You hold. Tell come on, Macca. What did you just call him? Macca. What did you say? Macca. No, you've what? MacGyver. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have a mullet, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, no, you can't. Maddie, so what were you oh. doing there? You were panel operating at at the former station. Uh, it's not a former station. It's still a station. I oh, actually, well, hang on a sec. You didn't tell oh, us about this. You didn't tell us about this. That you were. Playing Go both sides. I, Are, I, you I, I Are you swinging? Are you swinging? I I'd prefer not to comment. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What do you like to do, Maddie, in your uh, downtime? Uh, uh, not listen boys. to radio, <laughs> Maddie. No. Don't buy into his get crap. No, I'm just. Please I, I want to get to know my no, colleagues. No, you're setting your mic off if you like, Matt. Just yeah. Say no free. comment. No mm. comment. No comment. <laughs> Maddie, are you married? Are you've got a partner? Are you living with someone? Are you living by yourself? Are you living with mates? My uh, attorneys are telling me not to comment. Yeah. Attorneys. Plead the fifth. Oh God. 
Love American bullshit. <laughs> it's all right. Go and watch your NBA then. <laughs> oh, Maddie, Maddie, Maddie. Will he bail out? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Saved by the New South Wales. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Called lawyers. He's done not a sweat. Attorneys. Yeah. Now, <laughs> attorneys, Maddie. I've got this story that's got me a bit worried. Mm. Uh, an animal rights group has demanded men who eat meat should be banned from having sex. What? Urging women to go what? on a sex strike to save the world. Mm. Right. People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, Bondi's Divi- Bondi Division, mm. claim devouring steaks and burgers is a symptom of toxic masculinity and it's killing the planet. That's fair enough. Yeah. We know we that vegan men, is that, vegan men get yeah. more matches on dating apps because Absolutely. compassion is attractive. Is that right, Fletch? Absolutely. I'm not on the dating apps. They call him Tofu Tim over here. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it? So you refrain from you refrain from meat. Yeah. Eating meat. Yeah. Or you're not yeah. going to get any when you get home. Gibbo's a vegan, isn't he? Is Gibbo a vegan? No. No, I love meat. Well, it says here, artery, artery clogging meat. This is according to Tofu Luva, the CEO. Mm. Uh, increases the risk of erectile dysfunction. And False. every meaty meal is throwing us closer <laughs> to an environmental catastrophe. False. Absolutely Give nothing sexy about it. Cholesterol apparently. makes you toey as the sandal <laughs> of the Roman variety. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been, it's been proven. Uh, right, your mates those... at Bondi. I wouldn't know. People for the ethical treatment of animals. Trans fats. You want fats? Trans fats. You hey, gentlemen. Be. I had this argument with Brian today. With, one of those. <laughs> with a trans fat. <laughs> oh, yes, badge. Badge is back. back here. Go on, Matty on the line again. Matty, uh, what radio station was it? Matty. I, I told you, I can't say. No, Why can't me? you say? Because I actually sign? don't know he's working here as well. So. Oh, oh you're so a moonlighter. just exposed him. Oh, he's not his real shepherd. name. Mm. <laughs> has has Matty got dark hair? Yes. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it, I knew it, I knew yeah, it. Boys, we, we has, he got, has he got a gold chain on? Listen, Matty, if you get in the Fletch Vortex, you'll yeah, never don't. get out. Yeah. Okay. You're looking after him, Sats, good boy. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, yep. we had an argument today, right? Okay, yep. And, and I dare say Robbie Williams got paid an absolute oh, stack. And, and it was outstanding. 1.5, yeah. And it was outstanding. We all agree with what that, What did Delta right? get? I know for I a know. fact that a organisation asked him to come to an after party and sing two songs, 200K. Oh. <sighs> Did and it? Did didn't it? happen. Didn't happen. No. Oh. Okay, so here's my thing. So it's good Spondula. And not only that, he's got this massive audience. They're all going to go to his concert next year as a result, right? Or at least on top of what he would have already got. Do we need to have, and I'm, I strongly oppose this, the new song. And, and to his credit, he played it well. He said, here's the obligatory new song. And after it, he said, right, let's get back to the hits. But don't you reckon if you're no. nega- negotiating, rack off the new no, song? Never, never bring the new song. Because mm. yeah. no one knows it. No, nah, it went flat for it. Like it was, he was on fire yep. and he got him back to his credit. But don't, no one gives a rats about the new song, do they? He played oh. it well, but. He did. He played it down as if to say, you know, the, you've got to play the new song, but let's get back to the classics. I, I went to a concert at the Kingy Pub oh, about two years ago, and I won't name the band, but the Screaming Jets played about six songs straight up that no one knew. Except no. for about 10 people in the front. They were new songs. Mm. Yeah. Before they Can't got into it. Oh, it was nah. rotten. Mm. And then yeah. they were great for the last 20 minutes. Totally That's the payoff, bud, isn't it? Well, no, I don't think it has no, to be No, he shouldn't. Payoff. He's getting paid big. What would he, he got? No, but he's 1.5. 1.5? So you easy, can't bring a new song. It's easy that he just says, well, I'm not coming. 
I need to sing my new song or I'm not coming. No, he needed yeah. he needed them. That men. would have been it wouldn't have been him. He wouldn't have given a rat's ass. He's getting one and a half. It'd be his yeah. management. Hey, listen, Boys, but the real yeah. the real crux of the issue for Joel yeah. was that he thought Delta and Robbie were too familiar. It, they were in the friend zone. He wanted them in the pork zone. <laughs> oh, no. So he was watching him. He's going, that's not believable. It's got to be a bit more raunchy. And I'm going, Joel, it's at okay, 2 boys. o'clock in the hour. Those kids watching. Boys, yep. boys, boys. I I have had this song depicted by Robbie Williams and co. Nebworth. Starts with a K. Over there in England. Nebworth concert. So, so, you, <laughs> so YouTube, Nebworth, Robbie Williams, kids. And you tell me... It was. It was. But she's, but she's not Kylie. She's Delta. Yeah, but Kylie's not in that one either. She's but the voice. Trust me. Do yourself a favour and go and watch that. I'm not going to watch. YouTube, Nebworth, Robbie just Williams. A sicko. I'm going to send it to you. You're a voyeur. Yeah, I'm a voyeur. <laughs> uh, what else is happening, boys? Not much. You got any A grades? What, well, my A grade about? was that playing oh, playing yeah. the bloody new song. Hey, well, my Z grade. My Z grade is Mitch Moses playing, but also seeing his mm. child born on FaceTime. Yeah. Well, have you got through that? Fletch, Joel? I, I wouldn't have been allowed. Were you not to get away with it? No. And your kids born while you were playing? I, I did it. I did it. I, I missed going to Henson Park in Reserve Grade one day to uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> big sacrifice. <laughs> oh, wow. No, I got a – no, none of on the day. What about mm. you guys? No, I purposely off-season. Yeah. No, my, oh. my mm. first boy was born two days before the 87 GF. Was As of yeah. Sats, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and, and was that on time badge or was it uh, induced or? Uh, no, no, it wasn't induced. No, he was no, he was kind of on time. Maybe a few days later, really, but yeah, it was always due about that time. So you had to rush Up in from Brisbane, Canberra, or Sydney. Sydney. We just arrived for the um, Sydney to Brisbane for the grand final breakfast on the Thursday night, and then I got a call. You got to go. And oh we got wow! To, yeah, in a light plane. They hired the Raiders. Any Johnny McIntyre. Any of your teammates, boys, missed games? No. No. Yeah, I, I I recall a couple. My dad didn't see my daughter. My daughter. My, my dad didn't see my sister, his daughter, until she was ten weeks old. He's on the sixty-seven kangaroo but, but he, tour. Didn't he say that was a great thing? Ugliest baby ever born, my sister. And um, <laughs> yeah, so he didn't meet her till she was ten weeks old. Which by then she'd pretty done. Yeah, she was okay by then. She was four babies. Are okay by then. <laughs> four babies born a rank. Yep. Well, when they come through that birthing nah, canal, not, not, yeah. a, not one parent sees it. Though. No, you don't see that. <laughs> And their squash melon comes out, and you say, "What's still there?" Hey, hey, badge. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Sats. Yep. Badge. Just with one of the grand finals, and I've heard this story many times, but you could probably verify it all or put it out. So, Maddie Woods is he from Goulburn, or his family's from Goulburn? Uh, no, I think Maddie's a Canberra boy. Yeah, would, would his parents have been living Maybe. in Goulburn, perhaps? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so the story goes that he's up there for the grand final, and, and you know, Graham Hughes would say Matthew Wood, grand final specialist. So he's up there for the grand final, and the family's gone up to Sydney to watch the grand final. And it had been well publicised in the local paper as to, you know, Matty Woods, Baba going up there. And apparently that uh, his house, his parents' house got knocked off that day because they knew that his family were up at the grand final. Were you, have you heard that, Young? Oh, I might have, but I've forgotten it since. Yeah. But anyway, there you go. I'm pretty you good. He's a Queanbeyan. He's a Queanbeyan junior, Matty Wood. But maybe his parents lived up there. Yeah. Mm, oh, my sure. A grade's my daughter, Olivia. Turned 20. So you whack your sister and now you're going for your daughter. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's safe. Um, she turned 21 yesterday, but we had her 21st on Saturday night. Mm. And so um, she got. So I'm laying in bed and I'm watching a bit of TV. I got home about quarter to 12 from the 21st. She walked in at 12.30. That's her 21st. 
I was expecting daylight. Oh, you say you're disappointed that she didn't Yeah, I said harder. to her, you, know, you shouldn't. A friend of her said, I don't want you to be home before 6 a.m. And I concurred. She walked in at 12.30, A grade. Mm, she I like that. No, nah, she's just smart. Yeah. Mm. It's not what it used to be going out anymore. Mm. I don't reckon. I went out with my daughter a couple of weeks ago. and Is that when you just, gate crashed them at, was it the Coogee Bay Hotel? Didn't you gate crash no, your no. friends one day, her friends? Yeah, I did, but yeah. and the bouncer wouldn't let me in. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. But it's not like it's not like it used to be. No one dances. No one gets on the dance floor. What? No sick. No. Um, they just sit around on their phones and don't talk to each other. Oh, that's mm. fun. Yeah. Now, Maddie, I'm going to be listening tonight. Hey, Maddie, you've good got, on your brother. You've got a, you know, the salary cap. You've got a button cap. Oprah only gets five starts, no more. What? Okay. Mm. Is that a challenge, Matt? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll do my best. Okay. Good, good on you, Matthew. You, Matthew. Uh, What's the name yeah. of that joint you were working at before? You are. Sounds like we're out of here. Well done, Matt. What was that? Oh, oh yes. He's what was that one? He hey, um, great to chat. Yeah. Catch up. See you, boys. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. The all-new Kia Nero. Available in hybrid or all-electric. See more at kia.com.au. Yeah, welcome back to the show. We'll just get to a few things that we may have missed. Uh, before we do that and get to some of your texts to uh, finish the show, We've got to give away our $100 Bing Lee voucher, which can be used in-store or online. Uh, Bing Lee, huge deals on OLED TVs from all leading brands. It's the perfect time to upgrade, especially during the footy finals. Head to binglee.com.au today. Now, I've got to say, a notable text today was from Jace in relation to Jack Revolt singing with the Killers in 2017. Amazing. Amazing it was. Um, But Badge, who's won it? Is this the one about... McLemore? Yeah. Uh, Daniel from Prairiewood. Uh, yeah. One of the great, NRL's greatest grand final pregame acts was McLemore, an international superstar with so many bangers. The stadium was singing in unison, and who can forget his same love performance, which coincided with the NRL choosing to be on the right side of history with their support for marriage equality in Australia. Made me proud to be a rugby league fan. Rugby league. <laughs> rugby league, I mean. Sorry, Pete. Can I, can I say, Daniel? rugby league. When Macklemore was named as the entertainment, I thought, really? Macklemore? Oh, I hadn't heard of him. But I got, or but her. Him. Him, yeah. What? But I've got to say, he was outstanding. Unbelievable. We wanted more Macklemore, didn't we? <laughs> Macklemore. Uh, Sporty Gav says the former both Sean Lane and Dylan Edwards this season has been great. Lane has bulked up so much since he arrived at the Eels. He was a good player at the Sea Eagles as well. He's one that got away, uh, it was. Um, thanks for all your texts throughout the night. Um, we're going to touch on, in the last blast, Cameron Green. How good is he going in, in the T20s? It's time for the last blast on Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Well, after winning the first, we actually lost the next two. So the series went to India. But Cam Green opened it with 52 off 21 balls. And this new gun, Tim David, we keep hearing about on debut, I think. 54 off 27. And Cam Green's they not in the, them. the T20 World Cup squad. At the moment. Watch this space. I'm, How? I'm working on this. Oh, yeah? They can make changes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, behind the scenes. Just, I'll see what I can do. Right, let's do this. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, This is actually isn't a joke. This is a true Scott? story, okay? Oh, when I have a few drinks, I always get, get into, you know, weird things happen to me. I had a few drinks too many the other night. I went to the toilet during the night and went back to bed. And I said to my wife, it's funny, when I go to the toilet, 
the light comes on without me even turning it on. When I leave the room, turns off. When I've had too much to drink, like if I've got some superpowers, she goes, oh, you've pissed in the fridge again. Oh, <laughs> oh Scott. Oh. Hey, thanks to Jimmy oh. Hooper. We're not reading the text out about Jimmy Hooper as well. Uh, he's a good friend of the show's. Uh, thanks for him for joining the show and enjoy the week, Grand Final Week. This is Badge and Sats. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.